Game Pass subscribers. It is the first ever episode seven of the best <laughs> Game Pass podcast in the world. Game Pass or Pass. This is the podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service and tell you which games to pass on to your friends or simply pass on by. I am Corey. Today I am joined, as always. I don't know why I said like I'm joined. I should just like say you're like. I mean, you're, you maybe you're. you're yeah. Maybe you're pushing me out. I don't know. Like maybe you have people, other hosts in the wing. I mean, there Chris? are a lot of game pass. He, dude, has game pass, and you know what he does? Plays the switch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, it sounds just fucking like him. Yeah, he he. We've played some gears of. I'm sorry, gears five. There's no of war anymore, and we played some horde. And he's like, yeah, I'll get to it. But what does he do? No, he starts Persona Five. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. It's the second time you started it, though. That's he a never, bad idea. He never finished the first time. I am Corey, joined by Basher. It was a deal, good sirs. On this, well, before we get there, we are going to talk about a game, but we're going to do some housekeeping at the start of the show here. If you are listening to us, our last episode, Gears 5, was by far, way and away. Is that, is that how it is? Uh, yeah, I think so. Our most popular episode. I don't know I why. I would say a... Let's see, one, two. A six-fold increase over our previous most popular episode, which was our Halo Wars 2 episode. So if you are a new listener, thank you for joining us. According to my statistics, you all are from Apple Podcasts. So... Goddamn right you are. <laughs> so if you're listening on that service, why not give us a rating? Even if, even if it's a bad rating. I would like a good rating. That would be that would be ideal. But at and least it... a rating is important. And if you're listening from Spotify, you go fuck yourselves. Okay, okay. We did not have a single listen from Spotify. Yeah, you're right. We did it. We did it. <laughs> we got, it was Apple Podcasts we and Podcasts were the best. We did it. Yes. By far the highest. So if you're listening on any of those services, give us a rating. They really help us out. But no, I mean, for us only having six episodes out, we had quite a few listens. So I'll be interested to see how many people are carrying forward um, and listening to our wonderful, wonderful podcast here. But that's all I have at the top of the show. On this episode, I almost said this week, but I guess I can't say that. We're going to be talking about Villa Gorilla's Yoku's Island Express. Big fan. Big fan. Villa's first game. Yeah. First game. They started it in 2013, believe it or not. And they were their original goal was to only make, make a game in one year. That obviously didn't happen. Um, but the reason that they decided to do a pinball is because they didn't have an animator. <laughs> so they decided to basically try to, they, they stuck with that idea. And what we got was the pinball Metroidvania Yoku's Island X. All right. All right. Before, before, before you even start, before you get too into it, you told me uh, that this game was part pinball, part Metroidvania. And I said, you're stupid. <laughs> like, all right, because my long, my long time running joke is the only two games that could do Metroidvania well are Metroid and Castlevania. The rest of them are okay at best. They're neat. They they're all right, but like none of them actually like really like take it take a full uh, advantage of the Metroidvania aspect of the map system. It's Hot like damn. It's Hot like when there. someone tries to make a third-person cover shooter game that's not Gears of War. It's like, <laughs> this works, but it's just not quite dialed in there. Yeah, you know, it'll snap right. Exactly, but no, so before we get into this game, let's go over the details here. The regular price for this game is $19.99. It is available on Steam, Xbox, 
and PlayStation 4. It is also available on Switch, but you will have to pay a premium there of $30 if you want to get it on a cartridge. Um, I could not find the digital price. I don't. I think something's wrong with Nintendo's website at the moment, but I'm going to guess it's probably 20 There's usually like a $10 tax because of the whole cartridge thing. Uh, physical media is expensive, I guess. I don't think it's $10 expensive, but what do I know? Um, so, and you can also get this on disc as well if you are one of the uh, physical collectors. And it's pretty cheap if you pick up a used copy. I think I saw some for like $8. And for $8, that is a steal. But obviously, it is also available on Xbox Game Pass. You are going... This is not an Xbox Play Anywhere game, though. Your saves do not carry over, which is a bummer. Uh, but it is what it is. There is no DLC currently planned, which if there was, I would buy it in a heartbeat. Uh, when it comes to 1,000 pointing it or getting all the achievements, I would rate this game as probably pretty easy. But I will, what I will also say is it is extremely enjoyable. It's one of the few games where the achievements actually really... You basically just have to play the game and do well at it and explore everything that the game has to offer and you'll get all the achievements. That's usually how I like it. Every once in a while I do like a little curveball in there to maybe make me play the game away. I wasn't thinking. But this game doesn't really have that option, I guess you could say, because it, you know, it, it already is super unique in being a Metroidvania pinball. So um, it is not Xbox One X enhanced, unfortunately. So you Xbox One X owners out there, still looks nice, but you will not get those 4K crispy, crispy visuals. I think that's a weird word to describe a game picture crispy? image quality is crispy or crisp, but I still use it. I mean, I didn't think it was weird that you just called it weird. I thought so it was fine up until this point. I just don't like whenever I say the word crisp or crispy, I just think of chicken. So, would you would you call it moist? Maybe like a like a moist picture? <laughs> no, no, moist to me like that would be like it's blurry. Uh, all right, all right, okay, fair enough. Um, I, I gotta tell you when I when I first uh pop this game in like uh like one of the first battle one of the first uh hurdles i i, I approached was like i like and when i mean like first i mean like the first like three or four minutes of the game i'm like okay i see what's kind of happening with this map and how i'm moving around however uh how am i going to get down there or up there or over there um by by just pinballing my way over this is this might be one of the the. It's been a while since I described a game like this, but it might be one of the most intelligent games I've ever played. Like it's just a really smart, intuitive uh, system of moving around, like just by pinballing your way up and down and left and right through a map, and that is that you can easily get lost in. Like, but you don't. Yeah, it, like it's. I still in my brain when I say Metroidvania pinball, like. There's always that just like, okay, but like, how does it, what's the, what's the twist of it? Like, like what you, you, you can combine two genres, but there has to be a way to make them cohesive and make them work together. But it's literally a Metroidvania pimp. Like picture you're playing Metroid and then sometimes traverse or to complete a task or to unlock some health or whatever you're doing, whenever you're unlocking uh, something in a Metroidvania, you're playing pinball instead. And the art style really lends itself. You know, it's a very colorful, almost Ori in the Blind Forest looking style game. Not as dark as that. Uh, definitely got, much more I, colorful. But I got I got a Viva Pinata feel from it. Like that's yeah, what I that's liked. a good one. Yeah, yeah. Like, it really, yeah. really a lot of things. A lot of the colors really popped. A lot of the sounds really popped. Like that's that that was like a, like important to me. Um, like uh, because like uh, probably about ten minutes into it, you get the type. You get to your title screen, and it comes out of nowhere, and it's like it's just a beautiful. It just 
played beautifully. He came out of nowhere. It's just like the the entire game has this has this flow to it. This 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 breath of fresh air to it that's just really quite unremarkable. Like I I am impressed by a lot of this game. Yeah, and I think the first thing that jumped out to me um, when when I was playing it was I. I guess I guess it wasn't the first thing, but it was more of like the like you said the progression of it. This game is not terribly long. Um, you can f- you can get to the credits in probably about four hours, but to do everything is you can, it's going to take longer, probably like eight to ten because there is backtracking and stuff involved. But what stood out to me is that the progression of it is actually even more intelligent than you think. It's just like so with the Metroidvania, it's very easy. You're like, okay, well, I need to get this item before I can go into this door, kind of thing. Um, and so how do you blend that with a pinball game and the way they do it, I'm not going to, we're not going to do any spoilers or anything, but it's extremely smart and it only, it never, never does the same thing twice or does it too much. It never really, that's a good point. Yeah. It it never, it it never halts your, your progression in a way that's annoying. Like the biggest criticism I think of any Metroidvania is that where the fuck do I go? Like that's the that can happen and it's extremely annoying when it happens. And usually it requires me to like, okay, let me pull up this map here and just scan it and find like, Oh, there's a door here. I just didn't see. So oh, it happens, gotta... it happens in the best of it happened to me in, in that, uh, blood in the blood. What's the name of that blood ritual? Bloodstain. Blood yes. Uh, like at that point where you get, you need to see like the librarian or something. I'm like, I forgot all about that guy. And that's right. the that's one thing I like about this game is that you don't forget about the characters because they're all quite unique and different. Uh, just in just in terms of, of of appearance and where they where they are in the map, because depending on where the map, it might be a really dark area, it might be a really bright area, it might be the wooded area, it might be the the lava area or something. Like you just, just like everything kind of stands out. So you're like, if I need to go there, I know how to get there and I know who to see. Like, you right. don't really lose your way. Yeah, and I will say, once you have beaten the campaign or the, the story or whatever, that is not, it's not as smooth, um, simply because you're sort of doing the extra stuff and they make it a little bit more difficult to sort of, um, I don't want to say it's more difficult to progress, but the the things that you're doing are require a little bit more skill. So sometimes you might end up missing something or not getting something right away. But the main story progression is extremely smart and extremely well told um, in just a way of kind of moving you through that game. And the very the the locations are like they're all very unique. They all have a very, very strong style when it comes to art direction, but as well as music. I, I think the music is by far the the part that stood out to me the most, like everything about the the presentation stood out to me. And as someone who just like, I could stare at Ori in the blind forest all day long. And I had the same kind of vibe with this game of just like everything pops in a way and it's got style. And my favorite thing is, is the, the you you play as a little beetle basically and you're, you're, you're tugging a ball around and that's sort of how you get the, the pinball vibe of it. And just like the way the beetle sort of interacts as he gets like smashed by this ball and, like he always sort of has this look on his face of just of like like a crash test dummy of just like surprise and it's just it's hilarious every time you see it and then you just picture this beetle his arms just like flailing everywhere like he has no control of anything that's going on with his life but he's accomplishing what he set out to do <laughs> so everything just has this style and presentation that from beginning to end is always fresh and it always 
it, it never got boring to me, which is that says a lot. Like that's I think that's a very hard thing to accomplish in any video game. Oh, um, agreed. But yeah. yeah, like as, I mean, as I've as I said in the, in the previous episode about gears, like how is like uh, there's parts of the game where I'm like I just want to do this and only this, and the, if it did something else, I'm like I you're losing me. This game didn't really have that moment where well lost me, and I think well I think what what lends to that is the fact that it's not super long. And the first playthrough is not super challenging in a way where it's annoying. Like they kind right. of figured out because my because because halfway through I really felt like ah oh, it's gonna get to a point where it gets all Mega Man on me and it's gonna be like you have to get the most precise of the precise of the precise fucking bumpers or hits and it's like no nah, you just kind of you just kind of groove to the music and like enjoy the visuals and like you 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 just kind of flow through this world and it's like and you never st- you never really need to stop and go all right what do i do now or or like all right oh this again it's like oh this is this this is fun this is new and then we're on to the next thing yeah and that's that's a testament to just how well the the pacing of it is and i i, I think i've said that probably a thousand times now but it, it truly is where this game shines and it's just and even I'm so I'm I'm curious. Did you go back and play anything more, or did you just sort of play the campaign and be done with it? I was the campaign and be done with it. Like yeah. I, I, uh, because, because, because I love it's it's one of those pinball games where it's like uh, I didn't play it for the challenge. If that right. makes sense, like like I, like I played it to see through the end of it and then kind of just get lost in it. Uh, I I will say like. If there's any very specific thing that you needed to do, you weren't nailing it the right way, like that's when my brain would kind of be like, "All right, I'm, I've been here for uh, longer than I wanted to be. Like, right. I, I want to move on from this." But so that's why I, I kind of didn't go through it the second time for the challenge. I didn't play for the challenge. Well, no, like that's that, that's that's kind of the answer I was hoping you would say is, and that's that's where I think it also is extremely smart because I've actually recommended this game to a couple people. And there's one person in particular that I, I normally sort of play games with here and there. And she's not a, she's not a hardcore gamer kind of person, you know, like, you know, we'll play gears or something. But if I were to sit her in front of, uh, you know, anything, I don't want to say like hardcore, but like anything that is, um, more not mainstream kind of thing, it can be difficult. And I sat her in front of this game and she loved it and she played every minute of it. And so it, it's it's very cool to be able to recommend this game to people that not only like play a lot of video games, but also just play games, you know, like it's and it's cool that the main story and the progression really sort of puts you in that position to be able to like, OK, like I had a great time. I saw everything. I did everything and I'm done. Like, I don't need to keep playing. I don't need the extra challenge because I'm satisfied with what I had. But then if you're sort of like me and just like, I want to play more of this game and I want something a little more challenging, it's 100% there, which is, which is cool. Like usually you have to wait to a sequel or something for that. Like usually the first game will nail it and it's like, okay, well we've, we've nailed the mechanics, but now we've got to sort of um, build on them to, to really understand how to make it more difficult and more challenging and better, et cetera. But it's all just sort of contained in this game. And I had no issues going back and trying to um, complete all the achievements and everything like that. And I enjoyed my my time immensely doing it. So that, that says a lot to that game. So Absolutely. I mean, and, and to the point you said during that, it was just a matter of like trying, trying to get these, all these things to work together. It's like going back to uh, our episode about Halo Wars 1 and how they try to, like, I mean, like, it's funny, like, 
compared to that game where it's like you, you the only thing you gotta like the only thing you have to do is turn put RTS on a, on a console. That's all you gotta do. Right. Like like and during that chat, I remember saying like it's harder than it's probably a lot harder than we think it is. But if you told me during that time, like, all right, I need you to make a pinball game. That's all show Metrovania. I'm going to say it's fucking impossible. Like, right. like, like, there's just no way to do that and make it fun and make it uh, engaging to, and make it so you don't get bored, don't get stuck, you don't get lost. There's just no way you could do it. And it's like, this game comes out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, this is, this is just fucking, this is just phenomenal in, in every aspect. Yeah. And that's, it, it can't be overstated. Or understated, is that what I'm looking for? It can't be understated that that's so freaking impressive. Like, like if whether or not you understand or like game design, like the fact that they pulled this off in such a tremendous way, like I, I really, really hope that we get some sort of uh, whether I a sequel I'd be fine with, but I want to see what other games that these developers can can make or this developer can make. From what I understand, it's only like a couple people, uh, so whether or not we get another game from them, it's hard to say. Um, but it's it just it shows that that when you when you have something on paper like you said and and turning it into an actual product is extremely difficult and the fact that they nailed it is just it's so freaking impressive but as just a fan of games in general it's really cool to be able to see you know we don't get new things very often right. you know, we, we, right. we, there's a reason that you know you can classify every game as you know one of th- six different genres type of thing, a platformer, a, you know, a metric, you know, whatever it is. Um, and the fact that they were able to take two extremely popular genres are, I, I, I don't know. I, I struggle well, to say genre, but play one style. Of, one of them is but, a genre. I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, one of them is a popular genre. I mean, like I, there's not a lot of uh, pinball games out there. Right. And especially, well, especially good ones. That's what I'll say. Because <laughs> I've, I've, I've played stuff like Pinball FX and... Um, oh, that's right. Remember, yeah. I can't remember that, the other yeah. one that it's called. But I don't, there's just something about it, like, maybe it's just the fact that you, it, it's not the actual... It, it, it's a cool from a preservation standpoint of like, yeah, like, I, I've this is a cool thing. Like, this is what the table looked like. This is how it flowed. But there's something about Pinball that you got to be standing in front of it kind of thing. I agree. Um, yeah, and that that's why those games just never resonated with me. And the fact that they could make a pinball game extremely fun says a lot. Um, says it says, just says a lot about being able like developing fun factor. So that, that's a good point. I think I, I think that's why it works so well for me. Because I mean, like like I'm, I'm a fan of Sonic Spinball because Sonic's in it. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, this <laughs> that's the only reason. But um, this this game isn't. Like it's it's funny because like because literally you get from point A to point B by playing pinball, and you and you get you complete and you complete challenges and, and and puzzles by playing pinball, but at the same time like you're not really here to play pinball, right? Right. Because like because the goal of pinball is is a high score. So the fact that they were able to sort of weave progression into pinball is it's crazy to think about. Like it really is, and like when you when you think about it now, it's like well, duh, that's easy. But being able to not have a game to look at, I just it blows my mind that they were able to do it. Like honestly, and I don't, yeah, yeah. I think you nailed it. I think I think that that's what it is. Like the fact that when when you're when you're playing this when you're playing this game, you pinballing your way through. Yeah, I mean the the the, the graphic style has already like caught your eye. The music has caught your ear. 
And the pinballing part of it just never really, it never gets to a, um, like a, like a circular motion where it's like never ending doing the same thing. You, right. It's progression involved. Like you're, you're in this area, you're pinballing this one thing or a few things, whatever. And once you do all those things, you're on to the next area. So you feel like you completed something and not just sit there pinballing your way through the same machine. Right. And that's in, in, in a, in a physical standpoint, that's, that's okay with pinball because it, because you're, there's lots of things going on that are sort of, you know, uh, hitting your senses. You know, you've got the sounds, you've got the, the, the machine screaming at you kind of thing. So like you said, like it, the fact that the music and the art style is able to grip you with that progression, I think that's what keeps it fresh. Whereas like something with a uh, pinball FX, it's just like, okay, like I've, I've seen everything that this game has to offer. Now what? Um, and I feel like you can hit that really quick, but not with Yoku's Island Express. It's, it's fantastic. God, that game's fantastic. <laughs> But the the only other thing I want to say, and I, I wanna I, I wanna drive this home, is that go to YouTube if you're listening to this. Well, wait till we're done, and then go to YouTube <laughs> and just listen to the soundtrack. Like the title track for this game is, I I I don't I don't, I can't even think of the word for it. It's like we're using a lot of buzzwords like incredible, but like it truly is one of the best just soundtracks in terms of during a gameplay that I've ever had, but outside of the game, it takes a lot for me to download a soundtrack or try to buy a soundtrack outside of a game. There's very few that have done it. And this is one of them where I will constantly have this on when I'm just doing something at home or whether I'm in the car. And like, if I need something that's just very soothing and just very, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it doesn't like put me to sleep, but it's just, it's the, the tempo of it is just so, smooth and just sort of chill that i'm just like yeah like this is this is cool this is nice kind of yeah, thing i i completely agree i mean this is one of the like i i i can't say i bought the soundtrack however uh it is that game where if i'm playing it on my when i'm playing it on my on my big screen here uh at full volume and i gotta go do something else around the house uh i'm just gonna leave this playing like i don't I don't put it on pause. I don't. I don't. I don't turn off the TV. I just let this play throughout the entire house. I'm like, this is this is real chill. I fuck. Uh, this is a, this is a good. Just everything about. All right. So my question to you is, because we just gushed over this, this this unknown like little indie game for for like twenty odd minutes here from Villa Gorilla. What don't you like about it? Nothing. What does it? What does I, it? <laughs> there is like it truly is like there's. From a from a critical standpoint, I, I've this is a, okay. My so we talked about. I can't. Yeah. I got nothing. The we talked about how Halo Wars Two, in my opinion, was sort of underrated. I think that game, while it did launch with some issues, I feel like they they really nailed m- merging the Halo world and an RTS. And so, like, I, I sort of looked up the reviews for this game, and they're they're positive, but there's a lot of like eight point fives, and. What I struggle is, is as someone who has reviewed probably close to four or 500 games at this point, the way I review games is that there's no such thing as a perfect game. I look at a game and I, I, from a art standpoint, from a gameplay standpoint, does it accomplish what it's trying to do? And there is nothing in Yoku's Island Express that I feel like it didn't accomplish. I was going to... 
I was about to disagree with you about that. About this, I think it's a perfect game because my my idea my idea of a perfect game, a ten out of ten or whatever your perfect score is, would be just as you said, a game that on paper said we want to do this, this, and this, and they do that, that, and that. Right, and with with Halo Wars two, and even though I think that game is underrated, I I can see where it falls short. I I, I can see where something was trying to be executed and it it didn't work out. But with the Yoku's Island Express, like, yeah, it may only be three hours long, but it that doesn't matter. Like, it still accomplishes everything that it set out to do. And so I really struggle with with some of those reviews and like whatever, like obviously reviews are opinion. But and I read some of them and but none of them really had a, a criticism other than like it's not very long and it really is just a Metroidvania and pinball. And it's just like those sort of contradict in my mind of like, well, if it's not very long and all it is, quote, is a Metroidvania and a pinball game then like that solved your problem. Your problem was, is it's only these two things, but it's not very long. Like I really struggled with reading reviews of this game and being like, I just, I, I can't put myself in the shoes of not giving this game a 10. <laughs> like, oh, no, like, I, I really I, can't. I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. And, and my, my reasoning for giving it a perfect score would have been just, would, would have been just as what they described in, in that, in that, in that, review you read like it's a matter of it's just pinball metrovania very few pinball games are this good very few metrovania games are this good no game has done the both of them this good like right. it just doesn't make any like like because I, I, I completely agree with you like for me it has to be like i gotta see what you're trying to do if you do it all well then you get a you get a good grade. You do it all great. You get a great grade. But if you do, if you nail what you want to do, damn near perfectly, like you get a damn near perfect score. I was like this, and that's why I asked the question because, like, for me, I was playing the game just for like, I, I felt that uh, I was described as I was described as like a Nintendo fun factor. It was like I, was, I felt like I was playing Donkey Kong and stuff at some point. It was just like the music was just popping, the the visuals just popping. You're just flowing through this world in a way that. You've never flowed through a world before. It is, and it, and it does it in a, the most stellar way possible. So I'm just like, this is, like, I, I I was not bullshitting you when I text you like this is what, this is like absolutely one of the best games ever I probably ever played. One of my favorite games, honestly. Like this is like really up there. I, like I love this game. Yeah, I I completely agree. And what I don't want to harp on this whole review thing too long, but like a, a lot of the reviews that also sort of criticized or had issues with pacing and saying that the, basically the, like I talked about earlier, the, where the fuck do I go? Uh, I don't want to say issue, but uh, sort of design that can come with a game like this. I never ran into that problem. Um, so I'm not sure why I don't want to say like, I'm not sure why others did, but I've, from a design standpoint, I don't understand how you ever got lost because the game is very good about pushing you forward sort of thing. So that's where I sort of have an issue. And I, maybe we're playing a version that is patched and something's been changed. I find that hard to believe since it's being such a small team. Um, I, I don't feel like they would have ever had time to really, um, you know, go back and fix if there was a huge sort of progression mishap. Um, but yeah, so I, that's all. Yeah, I just... I struggle to find anything wrong with this game. I mean, from the art style, from the presentation, from the gameplay, it's just, it's a home run. It's a home freaking run. So I think it's fair to say that when it comes to the game pass or pass, this is, this game passes with flying colors. This is I, one say, I, I say you pass when it's kind of garbage. 
Yeah, it's not that great. It's because it's fantastic. God damn it, this game was so goddamn good. Like it it's uh, I am like, I mean, I, I will continue to be floored by this game, and and it, and it will be uh, the new uh, uh, baseline for like, well, if you're trying something new. It better be this level new. It better be. It, 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 you better. It better come together like this. So and it's. I'm. I've like considered starting over just because I want to see like how it holds up that second time through kind of thing. But I, I want to give it some more time just to sort of to simmer. You know, you gotta let it simmer in the brain a little bit. But oh, no, gotta like. I think. I think this is like. I'm okay with this being a one and done for me, honestly. Like, like, yeah, like, no, like I definitely you definitely play it again. Like, that's no issue. I just like for me personally, I'm just like, this is a this, this is a fun this is a fun ride. I'm just gonna let, I'm just gonna let that sit. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, so yeah, to to sum it up, Yoku's Island Express. It is on Game Pass for Xbox and Game Pass for PC. So whether whichever one you have, you can play it, um, and you should. You you genuinely should like. Out of all the games that we've played so far, we're only on what episode seven, I think it is. Um, I think it's fair to say this is the best game that we've played so far. If you would have told me starting this that the best <laughs> game would have been a fucking pinball game, <laughs> like, and by the way, like, this, like honestly, like this is what I know. Microsoft keeps trying to make. Like I mean, I I remember one point I was reading online like they there was, there was like a legitimate like uh, job, uh, what's the hosting. job job posting? Yes, yeah, thank you. Saying like we're looking we're looking for people like so, who develop games like Horizon Zero Dawn or something to that effect. And it's like Microsoft needs more games and studios like this, right. where they just kind of like here's some money experiment do something cool and see where we end up because like if they had a if they had just a handful of games like this i would be way more excited about having an xbox right like, and, honestly. and they they have the platform which is game pass to get them out there and make them successful like i had i had heard of yoku's island express but i had not the word of mouth on it was good, but it it wasn't anything I was ever probably going to spend money on just because of the risk factor. But because of Game Pass, it definitely it it took the risk factor out of it, kind of thing. And like you said, like these are the style of games that you know. I I don't want to turn this into the Microsoft business podcast, but with them purchasing a lot of studios, like you said, I, I'm looking forward to stuff like Ninja Theory. And while I don't always agree with the way that they talk about games and how they try to sell games. They're the type of studio that could make a $30 game and have it be a game of the year style game, as long as they're given the time and the effort. And the same thing with like Moon. And I know I know Microsoft doesn't own Moon Studios. I think that's going to change. I think they're going to buy Moon Studios. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, I, I guess I'm just mimicking what you said and said, yes, like this is this is the perfect Game Pass game because it sells you on an idea from a studio that you've never heard of. And it's truly a one of the best games this generation so and it's very easy to to have missed it so and that's why game that that's what this is why game pass is awesome and this is why if you're not a game pass subscriber this is why you should at least give it a shot how about that i, sound I, like a, I, agree. I, sound, I sound like a microsoft advertisement but no 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 i completely <laughs> agree as someone who is who's on a game pass 
podcast who pays for pay, who pays for Game Pass and st- who who just bought an Xbox and still I would I would put someone on the fence about getting it if they just had more of these gems, right? And they they put and they, and they push more of these types of risk. I'd be like, you you should really get this service to see what you may not like. And I'll end on this because. You've been gushing about this for long enough. Um, I would love to see what this team can do. I don't, I don't care how big they are. I would like to see how what this team could do if you give them uh, a somewhat decent budget and say, just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Because I don't want I, I don't want a sequel to this game. Like, just do what whatever else is in your your heads. Just just push that out. I just want to see, see what you do. Yeah, because it. Chances are it'd be very good. So, but that is going to do it. But before we get, before we close this episode, uh, oh, it's my favorite part of the show. Yeah, we we talked about Sea of Thieves, and we do still plan on doing Sea of Thieves, but that is a much different beast to tackle, um, in terms of content, time, etc. So we're going to be doing probably another game, uh, as we're still playing Sea of Thieves. So we're going to be doing, as we do, eight out of ten times. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. The live spin for the next game. On our list, I I have the button here. Can't wait, can't wait. Let's do it. It literally says "surprise me," and I'm gonna hit that button. And hit it's button. it's spinning. It's button. spinning. And, oh, it's spin. oh, oh. Why, why'd you say that like that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my Jesus Christ! Man. All right, I have played this game. I guess I'm gonna play it again. Super Here's five. No, Super Lucky's Tale. The platforming game that it has the PG version of Conquer. I, I don't <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. But all right, so super super lucky's tale. That's the next game. Um, I'm gonna have a lot to say about this game, but you'll have to tune in next time to Xbox Xbox. Wow. No, to Game Pass or Pass. <laughs> Sorry, I like Xbox Pass. Yeah, the official. Podcast. I'm just, I'm, I'm looking at this, and I'm just the, the story of how this game became like part of the Xbox Studio sort of uh, repertoire, not repertoire, uh, library. Oh. It was, was an interesting one. Um, and as we'll talk about on the next episode, I where's this bag on his tail? This is stupid. I mean, he's cute though. Look at his ears. He's got he's got little cute ears. He's not Sonic, whatever. But he whatever. better run fast. <laughs> That's gonna do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. Leave us a review if you don't mind. If you like us, don't like us. At least we'll know what we're doing wrong if you don't like us, or what we're doing right. Next time we'll be Super Lucky's Tale. Hit that subscribe button. I already said that, and we'll see you next time. Good day, sirs.